Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are excited about our first Empower Me with the Word of this new season with evangelist Nicole Quarter. Uh, we bless the Lord for this new season, this fresh wind that he is blowing our way. It is actually almost a new season in the natural as well, so we are excited. We thank God for this beautiful day. We thank him for his amazing grace. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to come before you, Lord, to just bask in your presence. We ask that you open our hearts and our ears so that we can hear the word. But most of all, Father, that we can receive the word and apply it to our lives, Lord God, and anywhere that the word hits us and We ask that it convict us, yet we don't want to walk in offense, Father, because in this time, in this day, the spirit of offense is like cancer running through the people of God, which is just a trick to cause us to get off our post, to get off track and not see where you want us to be. Lord, we thank you for the woman of God. We ask that you just cover her and continue, God, to push her forward, Lord, because she has a word for the people in this hour. Lord, we cover her family, God. We cover her at her job. We cover everything that she puts her hands to do in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you as those are coming on the line this morning. Lord, cover them and their family. Lord God, we thank you for peace of mind, that there are no worries, nothing that we need to worry about because everything that concerns us concerns you, and you've already worked it out. Lord God, we thank you even for the children here in Bay County, oh God, that are going back to school this morning. Lord, we thank you for the hedge of protection that is around them. God, we thank you that we are speaking into the atmosphere of every campus, Lord God, every street that leads to a school, and we thank you that there will be no accidents, no incidents, Lord God. We bind the hand of this enemy that wants to destroy our children, bringing guns in. Oh, God, we thank you right now that the the fences they're putting up won't be the protection. God, but your angels, God, your Holy Ghost will blanket every campus, God. We lift every principal, God. We lift every teacher, every para, every librarian. God, the janitors, the bus drivers, the volunteers, Lord God, everybody in the cafeteria. God, we thank you for safety. We thank you, hallelujah, God. We thank you. We thank you for what you're doing, Lord. We speak peace to every heart that is on this line and that will even come and listen on our tunes. Thank you for the word that she's going to release. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank God for you, woman of God, evangelist Nicole Quarter, that the Lord use you this morning. Amen. Amen. It's an honor to be back. We certainly thank God for this day and thank God for what he's doing in this hour. We thank God because he loves us and he loved us enough to die on the cross for us and pay the price for our sin. And so we are grateful today for what God is doing in this hour. I'm grateful for what he's speaking. I thank him for giving me um, a word that 
challenges me first, and then I'm able to share that word with others, and I'm, and I'm grateful. He didn't have to do it, but he did, and so I thank God. I want us to turn our attention this morning to Psalm 42. Psalm 42, um, we'll go the verses 1 and 2, and it reads, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Again, that's Psalm 42, 1 and 2. You can read it in, in its entirety, but I want to just focus on verses 1 and 2. My question this morning, because I always have questions, but today I want to talk about are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? We need water to live. So God designed a thirst mechanism in our body that alerts us when our, our water supply is running low. When women run, when we do exercise, sometimes when we're cleaning the house and we're walking, because everybody's so health conscious now, and we start, you know, we're sweating or we perspire, we use up that water supply. Our bodies are made up of so much water anyway. But we use up that water supply. So God put a thirst mechanism down on the inside that alerts us when our water supply is running low. But the funny thing about this is, even though you can die of thirst, when you don't drink water regularly, your body will stop sending out those signals because it's used to being in a dehydrated state. So in order for us to make sure that we don't dehydrate, we have to make sure that we're drinking water regularly. Now, this is in the the natural. This is in the natural. Um, And there are some things that happen in the natural when our body has given out a water supply and we don't replenish it. Um, It's called dehydration. But though you can be dehydrated in in the physical, you can also be dehydrated in the spirit. Because the Bible refers to the Holy Spirit as water, as living water. So if I don't spend enough time in his presence, if I haven't allowed the Holy Ghost to have his way, if I have not allowed the Holy Ghost to dwell on the inside and be led, and I don't do that enough, then when he's no longer there, there's no mechanism in my body that tells me that he's gone. So now I'm praying with no power. I'm singing with no power. I'm preaching with no power because I've grown accustomed to doing it without the power of the Holy Ghost for so long that now I don't realize that he is not there. It's happening in our churches. It's happening in our ministries. The defense mechanism in our body is no longer giving us an indication that God isn't here, that the Holy Ghost isn't here, that the Holy Ghost isn't present. Let's talk about some signs because you can be dehydrated in the spirit and not know it. In John, the seventh chapter, as we go through verses 37 to 39, and I'll just read, you can read it later in your leisure. Jesus said, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. And whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And the living water referred to in this passage, again, as I mentioned earlier, is the Holy Spirit. And so, therefore, when we don't stay connected 
to Christ, when we're not connected to the power source, when we're not connected to the presence of God, then we experience a spiritual drain. So the less time that I spend with him, the less that I have an indication that I need him. Now, a healthy person, somebody that drinks water all the time, can last two and a half to maybe three days before, you know, dehydration sets in. But before, I mean, if you don't have any water at all, you're out in the desert, you can last three days without water, two and a half to three days without water. But you can start dying without food if you don't have food in three weeks. So you can go longer not having food than you can not having water. Catch this. I need the word of God. That is food. And sometimes we don't read our Bible. Sometimes we don't pay attention to Bible study. We don't pick it up until we get to church. And even though we feel like we're being sustained, we're slowly dying. But I can last longer without his word than I can without his spirit. Both are bad. But in the physical realm, in the physical realm, two and a half to three days without water, I can die. So I'm talking about a spiritual death because you can read your Bible. You can quote every scripture imaginable. But if you don't have the Holy Ghost on the inside that brings revelation of that word, you have a spiritual death. You can die spiritually because you don't have water, the water, which is the Holy Ghost. Let's look at And I know this is tough for somebody. You're like, wait a minute, I don't need the word. Yes, you need the word. But without the revelation of the Holy Ghost, it's just a story to you. You need the Holy Spirit to reveal the word to you. That's why it's not safe for you to be at home and read your Bible by yourself. That's why it's not safe for you to be at home and grab your Bible while you watch the preacher on TV. Don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking against TV ministries. My church has a live stream. Everybody now is live streaming or they got a TV show. or they, I'm not saying that that is wrong in another thing, that we as vessels, we, we need the Holy Spirit. And if you're not a teacher, if that's not your lane, then you need the Holy Spirit to breathe on what you're reading. Somebody has to bring the revelation. He says, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach unless he be sent? That means I have to go to where the preacher's been sent so that I can hear the word of God that's been ordained for my life. I can read the Bible all day, but without a spiritual revelation, it's just stories to me. Signs of, of let's talk about what water does. Water in the, water is a, is a it, it removes waste. It removes waste, and it aids in digestion. Two things that it does. So it allows us to remove waste, and then it aids in digestion. So there again, when I drink enough water, I'm able to get rid of some waste. When I drink enough water, it helps me to digest that which I've eaten so that I'm able to get rid of the waste later. When I have the spirit of God, which is water, which is the living water, it also helps me to remove waste. That means that I'm able to let go of some stuff that, I'm hung, that I've hung on to. I'm, let, I'm, I'm able to let go of the past. I'm able to let go of the grudges. I'm able to because that's waste. But the Holy Spirit allows me to remove that. And it also aids in digestion. Because guess what? Sometimes there's going to be a word from God 
that's uncomfortable. It might be hard to chew. It might be hard to swallow. It might be hard to digest. So the Holy Spirit is going to allow that word to, to digest so that it can do what it was sent out to do and change me, change my life, change my character. There's some physical dehydration symptoms. You don't get a lot of water, you constipate. If you don't have enough water and you start to dehydrate, you have bad breath. People who don't get enough water have dry skin. People who don't get enough water have muscle cramps. People who don't get enough water start experiencing odd cravings. But did you know if you don't have enough of the Holy Ghost, if you don't, listen, salvation is good, but we need the Holy Ghost to live. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're going to have some spiritual dehydration symptoms. Now, in the physical, your breath is bad. In the spirit, your language is bad. Bad breath, bad language. That means you got stuff coming out your mouth that's ugly. Not only does it smell when you say it, but it stinks when other people hear it. Your language is bad. <laughs> So now you start having unwholesome talk. You start saying some things that don't line up with the word of God. You start speaking against your neighbor. You start speaking against your pastor. You start speaking against the Holy Ghost. Bad language. Bad language. And in Luke, the Bible says that a good person, out of the good treasure of his heart, produces good. And the evil person, out of his evil treasure, produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So watch this. When I don't have enough of the Holy Ghost and living water, my heart changes, which makes my language change. So our speech begins to change. The second thing is we have a lack of service. In the physical, you have muscle cramps. In the spirit, you have a lack of service. Because, you know, when your muscles cramp in the spirit, sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. Your knee locks up, that elbow locks up. It, it, it's something about that. Your knee locks up, your elbows lock up. Something happens, and, and so guess what? Muscle spasms. So when you suffer from dehydration in the spirit, you are, you, 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 you're tired and your muscles locked up. Now you don't want to do anything. Now you don't want to do anything. When we're spiritually drained, our service is affected. Now you don't want to go to church. Now you don't want to go to Bible study. And even if you go, now you're just showing up. I'm too tired. I've been hurt. I'm sore. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. When I don't have enough of the Holy Spirit, now I'm easily angered. A lack of an adequate amount of water in my body causes my body temperature to overheat. So what do you think happens in the spirit? When I don't have enough of the Holy Ghost, I'm mad all the time. My temper is quick. I'm quick tempered, so I mean everything. Everything you say sets me up. I showed up heated, and I dare you to say something to me. I'm coming in church today, but I dare somebody to say something. We got saints that show up like that, and you're like, wow, they need to press. Okay, ooh, they need the presence of God because all I said was good morning. Say good morning, and your good morning made them angry. This is the day that the Lord has made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. Why are you mad? Because you don't have no Holy Ghost. You haven't experienced his presence. So even on a good day, it's not a God day for you. 
lack of self-control. There's an extreme symptom of physical uh, dehydration, which is muscle spasms. And we talked about that earlier, but just want to circle back. When you experience the system in the spirit, (coughs) that means you don't allow the Lord to control you. See, because when my muscles spasm and they cramp up, I don't have I don't have um, control over them. There's nothing that I can do because that means that it's not enough water getting to my muscles. There's not enough water getting into my system. So when I don't allow the Holy Ghost to come in and do a work, I have I I have now locked myself up, and now I'm preventing Him from using me. I would like to lift my hands in service, but my hands are locked up. I would like to shout out hallelujah in service, but my mouth is locked up. My jaw is locked up. I can't speak of the goodness of God because I'm locked up. Another sign of dehydration is dizziness in the physical. Spiritual realm, when we are dizzy, that means that we can't see things clearly, so we start making unwise choices. Sometimes they experience a a lightheadedness. But the spiritual equivalent is making unwise choices. So when I'm not engaged in fellowship with God, my decision-making suffers. Now I'm making decisions that are completely foolish. First of all, I stay angry, and the Bible says that anger rests in the bosom of fools. So now I'm a fool. I'm angry. I'm easily set off. I don't have anything good to say. And the fact that you said something good to me made me angry. <coughs> I need water to live. I need water to live. And so if I don't get enough of the Holy Ghost, God, I need your presence. I need your presence in my life. I need your work, but I need your presence. And those two things working together are going to take me and allow me to do the things of God. I want to experience your thirst. One of the things that happens is, and a, a scientists say and doctors are saying that sometimes when we are thirsty, our body will give us an indication like we're hungry. Sometimes we are. <coughs> it's really thirst. But because we don't recognize, remember, you don't get enough water, the body stops giving off that mechanism. So you don't realize, or that indication rather, you don't realize that you're thirsty. It, it fools you into thinking you're hungry. So when you don't have enough of the Holy Spirit, when you don't spend enough time in his presence, you're hungry. You're hungry. And so guess what? That craving starts having you reach out for the wrong thing. That hunger causes you to be in a bad relationship. That hunger causes you to go to the wrong church. That hunger causes you to start being around the wrong people. That hunger starts you to start being involved in activities that you shouldn't be in because you're not hungry. You're thirsty. And if you find that you seek out God and get into his presence and ask for God to pour into you, God, I need your presence like never before. I don't ever want God to take that thirst mechanism from me. I don't ever want to operate and believe that I'm operating and not know that God isn't present. I don't want that for my life, and I don't want it for yours. That thirst mechanism needs to be there. How on earth am I going to know I'm thirsty if there's nothing to indicate? But how would I know I'm thirsty unless I'm drinking enough to know the difference? Some of us are not getting enough of the presence of God to know the difference. You've been in the dead church for so long, you don't even recognize when God has shown up. You've been sitting in this situation so long and doing the same thing 
in your own strength for so long, you never even realize that God is left. He is no longer part of the situation. He's not in your marriage. He's not in your relationship. He is not operating through you. Why? Because you were thirsty, but you mistook your thirst for hunger, and so you started filling your body with things that you didn't need. You started filling your life with things that you didn't need. Obey your thirst. Sprite had a commercial, and they simply say, obey your thirst. Well, that's my commercial this morning. Obey your thirst. Don't spend so much time on your cravings that can lead you astray. And don't forsake drinking the water of the word. Don't forsake allowing the presence of God to be poured into you so that you no longer realize that you're thirsty. Obey your thirst. We need the Holy Spirit, the living water. We need it to flow through us. We can't do anything without the Holy Ghost. We need him. Don't be so comfortable and live a life in such a way that you're operating without him, that you're operating to the point where you are spiritually dehydrated but still trying to work. Because guess what? You're going to die. You're going to die. So I would encourage you, obey your thirst. Ask God not to move his spirit from you. Seek his presence like never before because you don't want to do anything in this hour, in this season, without the presence of God. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for the word this morning. We thank you, uh, Evangelist Corder, for allowing him to use you to cause us to step up, to come up, to check ourselves and make sure. And you spoke spiritually and naturally. And if we hydrate ourselves with the word and hydrate our bodies with the water, we are victorious. We thank God for that. Amen, amen, and amen. Lord, we thank you that you just continue, Lord God, to do what you do through this great vessel. And we thank you and we speak replenishing living water back into her body for the virtue that she has released. And we thank you and we look forward to another Empower Me With the Word on next week right here. Uh, To God be the glory for the things he has done. Until next time, be encouraged, but most importantly, be made whole.